This is Sound and Vision from KEXP. I'm Emily Fox. War on Women is out with a new album. The feminist hardcore punk band is led by Shauna Potter, who was featured in episode 93 and 94 of this podcast, where she talked about her safe space training as related to the folding of Burger Records amid sexual misconduct and assault allegations. Anyways, I caught up with her last Wednesday to talk about her latest record. It's called Wonderful Hell. So there is so much going on in this record. You talk about politics, race, and gender issues. And I want to break down some of these songs. Um, Let's first start with a subject of politics, because we do have an election coming up here soon. Um, (laughs) You have this song called This Stolen Land, where you open and close the song with the lyrics, you create the refugee, then you hate the refugee. No one's illegal on this stolen land. Tell me more about this track and the story you're telling here. I mean, honestly, I would actually start with arguing that everything that I sing about is political, yes. right? Like, regardless of the issue, unfortunately, uh, it's politicized, or it has to be political because people are uh, preventing people from experiencing full equity in this country, even though that's kind of the promise of living here. So with the election on my mind. Um, uh, So this stolen land is really just a critique of every government, because no, no administration has been perfect on this. Every government in America getting in the business of other countries, feeding um, money or weapons to future dictators uh, to overthrow other governments, because we want oil. And, you know, uh, it's obviously way more complicated than this interview allows. But basically, what I'm arguing in in this uh, song is that the US government makes it possible for so many uh, people in other nations to experience unrest, to experience violence, and to want to flee in the first place. So for us to do that, And then when they actually come to our borders seeking help, we refuse them, we put them in cages, we force hysterectomies on them, we separate children from their parents. It's egregious and it's just so hypocritical. You also write about racial issues uh, in the song White Lies. Tell me more about this song and the message that you're hoping to get across here. The really wild thing about the song White Lies is that it was written before 2020. Wow, because you have like lines like, you know, boots on your necks. Obviously, this is nothing new, but we were talking a lot more about police violence way more now. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. It's it's not new. But uh, specifically after the murder of George Floyd, you know, there was an uptick in, in protests and, and people uh, affirming who, who maybe haven't before publicly that black lives matter. And the fact that the particular case of George Floyd is, is an officer having his boot on his neck, making it uh, impossible for him to breathe. Yeah, I think it happens a lot with 
political bands, if you're talking about social justice issues, uh, there's a little bit of predicting the future involved. The things you sing about keep coming true because the uh, original issue isn't being solved. So I want to talk about the song Her, which I feel like is a very powerful song to hear right now. It starts with But Her Emails, which we heard a lot in the previous election around 2016. Um, And then it goes on with all of these lines, but her clothes, but her makeup, but her husband, whatever it is. And, you know, I feel like all these but her whatever it is that follows has all been something that was said or written about or published about a female politician. And then you end the song with naming a whole long list of female politicians. Am I correct in saying that all these but her statements that are in the song, were they all actually said or is this just the idea that that women are? you know, this but her email or but her outfit or but her whatever is just something that that females face no matter what, you know, whether they're a politician or a teacher or whatever. Yeah, I think most of the things have actually been said about uh, either, if not a politician, then uh, a public figure who uh, identifies as, you know, non-cisgender male, uh, mostly talking about cisgender women in this particular song. So I, I would say not not everything because I use some uh, adult language. And, <laughs> you know, they, they at least haven't said that uh, publicly on the news. I'm sure they've said those things behind closed doors. But um, this is one of those songs that just kind of comes to me as more of like an art project, you know, it's like almost not even about uh, the medium, like it happens to be music. But the idea that like, well, sure, her emails are, are just one thing in a long list of uh, things that are held up as, well, basically, we will never have a woman president because there is absolutely nothing that they can do right. That That's what I was kind of thinking as I was putting the song together. And that's also why it was important to make sure that I represented things that were said or critiqued about a whole lot of different women politicians, regardless of their uh, political party or what they believe, or if, if their beliefs are different than me. It, it sort of didn't matter in this song. The point is, we're all women and we're still second-class citizens, and these are the things used against us and in their eyes, we will never uh, be enough. Yeah. I mean, I think about, you know, you, you think about the beginning line, like, but her emails, like that was 2016 that was said against Hillary Clinton, you know, and then, you know, I think in the list of politicians you say at the end, you know, you mentioned Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris is in there. I know we're talking about music here, but obviously we have an election coming up. And I'm just curious from your perspective as you, you know, just observe society around you. I mean, as a musician, so much of your work is observing society and, and commenting on it. And I'm curious from, from your perspective, you know, how do you feel female politicians have been viewed or treated 
in these past few election cycles, has anything changed? Or is it all just kind of, there's always been oppression, there will continue to be oppression here? Oh, I, I, th- I, think, uh, I think they're doing great. Stop complaining, ladies. No, uh, <laughs> it's, um, it's always been bad. And, and really, with, with any uh, step forward uh, towards progress, there is always pushback. Right. And so regardless of how far any marginalized group uh, gets, either people start to be held to a impossible standard uh, of perfection, which no white man has to be held to, or, you know, just more and more ridiculous things will be brought up to, to say, see, it's just not going to work. It's, it's just they just can't handle it. It's, they're just not good enough. Like, honestly, I think one of my favorite lines in that song is but her joy. Yes. I, like, but I her remember, dancing, too. I remember yeah. seeing um, some sort of comment about Kamala Harris, uh, maybe in the, the primaries, and just she was dancing and smiling with some people. And and people had something to say about that. Like, that just seemed so ridiculous to me that they're like, well, she's having fun. And so she obviously can't be president. And I was like, OK, like, this is this is getting ridiculous. Come on. How can we take you seriously if this is a complaint that she's a human being, you know? Obviously, the song, her, talks about, you know, but her emails, but her joy, whatever it may be. And I understand that you are about to release a podcast called But Her Lyrics. Tell me about this. Yeah. Basically, each episode, I'm going to take a deep dive into every song on the album. You know, if this was an appetizer, I'm going three course meal and dessert on every song and the what I'm hoping to to add to that it's not just my perspective or the band perspective but i'm also going to be interviewing um, experts and activists to help give everyone a little more context uh, to the issues that i'm singing about on this record do you know exactly when that will drop it should start airing in december i've already started doing interviews for it so I really want to talk about your song, Aqua Tofana. And this is a song that, like, I heard what it was about, and I just went through a crazy, like, internet searching research oh, rabbit hole. <laughs> so. I love that. I, I wish, I, I, I kind of wish that most of our songs make people go, huh, what? Let me let me check that out. Yeah, That's so for, for those that don't know, so Aqua Tofana, it's this poison that was created in the 17th century um, in Italy by um, this woman who would give it to wives who were like in abusive relationships. And this was like back in the day where like women were married off at very young ages, you know, divorce wasn't really a thing. So they would be stuck in these abusive relationships. And so this woman came up with this poison um, that she'd give to other women who would just kind of slip it in soup or whatever. And then their husbands would die and there would be no trace of of what actually happened. And this allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. right? (laughs) And so this poison apparently killed more than 600 people. This backstory is just like super, super fascinating. I'm curious, when did you find out about this story? And also just what struck you the most about Aqua Tofana? 
Yeah, this I'm. I feel like this might have come up in maybe a bitch magazine article or something, just maybe casually mentioned. And I, I, I literally did the same thing. I was just like, I gotta know more, and I just started reading and reading and reading. And I often find inspiration from articles or books, and and my go to method uh, to eventually turn it into a song is just to write down any little phrase that I think is interesting, you know, and maybe it gets used later, maybe I throw it away, but I start to see like a pattern, I find the words that rhyme, you know, like we, you start to figure it out and turn it into lyrics. And so this is just one of those fascinating stories. But I, I kept, I kept kind of hitting a wall with okay, what else? Like, what else is in this song? Like, I can't just describe this short Wikipedia article, you know, like, I can't, I can't rip it off verbatim. What else can I do? And I, I happen to be working on another song, totally different music, just about the idea, like the thought experiment of what if every man died, like today, what would happen? What would have led to that? Like, what would be the circumstances? And then I realized, well, I could very easily put these two ideas together. And so I did. Also, when I was reading up about this album, I think you, you you say like the song pokes fun at misogynists who, you know, probably the idea that, that you are part of a feminist punk hardcore band. You know, I feel like some people say like, oh, well, they're feminists. They just want like to burn the world down and, you know, for all men to die. But I think you also say like, really, we'd rather convert you to the cause, like to help you understand, <laughs> you know, and so through either a song like this, or just through your music, this idea of like, you're not here to burn the world down. You're also here to like, try to make it better. And I feel like this idea is also really wrapped up in your title track, Wonderful Hell. And you know, you, you have the lines, there's got to be a better way than giving up and wallowing. Let's raise some wonderful, beautiful hell and let's make this world worth living. How do you want other people to raise some wonderful hell? Mm, well, don't give Aqua Tofana to anyone. That's not <laughs> what we're after. For the record, we don't want all men to die. It's just a song. It's satire, okay? Uh, honestly, I think that a lot of that theme, like you'll find that theme throughout the record of, okay, like stuff sucks, but let's get to work now. We've had our time to feel bad. To, to to take a break. If, if you were an activist before 2016, um, maybe you needed a break. I feel you. Um, and, and, and in me saying all that a few times on the record in different ways, I'm really talking to myself. And so if anyone feels the same way, I'm with you. I, I hope that you find comfort in that, that you are not alone in the, in the idea that you kind of had to just check out for a little bit. But we can't do that anymore. And again, I'm telling myself this, we can't just check out anymore. We have to get back to work 
uh, at making the world a better place to live in for everyone. Yeah, you know, that line, you know, we you need to raise some wonderful, beautiful hell and make this world worth living in. What is a world worth living in? What does that look like for you? It, <laughs> it's funny to ask that right now, because it's like, it's kind of a low bar. <laughs> like, even this world to me is 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 worth living in because part of the joy of living for me is working to make things better you know knowing that things can always get better no matter how good they are they can always get better let's so let's invest ourselves our time money wh whatever we've got to offer let's invest and make it even better for everyone and i guess my end goal is just equity just equity for everybody, a fair shot for everybody. Everybody making a livable wage, eating, is housed, feels safe, and that the planet still exists for us to live that way for a long time. I've been speaking with Shauna Potter of War on Women. Their album called Wonderful Hell is out now. Shauna Potter, thank you so much and congratulations on the new record. Thank you so much for having me. That was Sound on Vision. You can hear Shauna Potter talking about her work creating safe spaces at venues in episode 93 of this podcast. And in episode 94 of this podcast, you can hear her talking about holding abusers accountable in the aftermath of burger records folding from sexual misconduct allegations. If you haven't heard those episodes, I highly recommend it. Meanwhile, before you go, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And if you have the means, please consider giving a one-time $20 donation to support this show at kexp.org sound. Finally, KEXP has a tagline. It's where the music matters. So I ask Shauna Potter why she believes music matters. I talk about diverse tactics a lot and the idea that not everyone will receive a certain message in the same way. They won't be receptive to it if it's only given in one way. So we need a lot of different ways to talk about the things that matter to us. And so music is one of those things. People feel it, right? Like in their bones, when it resonates with them, it goes deep. And so if you can get a message across to someone through music, and give them that experience, that relationship with it, it can hit in a different way and, and a really powerful way that can actually move them to take part in whatever you're asking of folks, you know, whatever progressive movement you're hoping to bring people along to. And and some sometimes it's just about connection, right? Feeling connected to other human beings, which is really hard to come by these days. So hopefully people listening to our new record know that Whatever they're feeling right now in the lead up to this election, they are not alone and we are with them and they are needed in this fight.